Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Pat Price Tech Talk Training Room. I'm Larry Gassman, co-chair of Tech Talk and Accessible World. And tonight we're going to talk about glasses, not the kind you drink from, but the kind you actually see out of. But there's more to it than just that. And to introduce our guest for this evening, here's Myrna Voda. Hi. So our guest from this for this evening is from Envision. And we've all heard little bits and pieces about the Envision app and the Envision glasses. So these glasses actually you don't see through. Actually, the camera on these glasses sees for you. And then um, you'll hear about what they do and what you can do with them. And to tell us about them is Bob Frame. And Bob is from Texas, and he is one of the people that works with Envision. And actually, Bob gave me virtually my Envision glasses demo, and he was excellent. So I invited him to come and talk to us. So without further ado, I give you Bob from Envision. Well, thank you very much, Myrna, and uh, the group, <clears throat> and I do appreciate the opportunity. And I guess if I pass Myrna's litmus test, I'm doing okay, uh, since all the experience that she's had. Um, I, if everyone's read my bio, I don't want to repeat any of that, but I am a blind employee of Envision. So not only uh, kind of like the hair care commercials, uh, not only am I a um, to work for them, but I'm also a client because I use the glasses. So I can give you some insight on exactly um, how to use the glasses after my presentation. And again, um, if you could uh, somehow document your questions, if I could get through my initial presentation, and then we'll go through all the questions. And, and um, a lot of times I, I'll, I'll do a quick corral of questions. A lot of times it's uh, technical issues and technical questions about how it connects and um, that type of thing. And I can address all those at the end of the presentation. But to start off, um, yes, Envision uh, is quite a different product uh, for in, in assistive technology than we're, we're all used to. Um, and I assume that majority of us here are as blind as I am. And I'll try to use as much uh, descriptive verbosity uh, as possible. I'll go to JAWS beginner level and uh, try to describe everything that I can. Um, but, to, uh, but to get back to the product itself, uh, Envision is a system. Uh, unlike the legacy products that um, we're all used to in assistive technology, these were designed with the intent of increasing the product life cycle versus what we're used to in the, um, I'll call it appliance assistive technology. Now, I wanna use that analogy to give you a, a, a perspective of the founders and the developers of the system. And that um, when you go into your kitchen, uh, for all of you that have toasters, well, you use your toaster to put a piece of bread in and make it crispy. Uh, or if you have a can opener, and of course these days they're having pull tops everywhere. Uh, if you have, say some uh, dog food that doesn't have a pull can, you have to use a can opener and you would use your can opener for that. But if you wanted to have your toaster open up a can, it's not gonna work very well. Or if you want your can opener to toast bread, it's not gonna do that very well either. And uh, the devices, the toaster and the can openers were designed to do very good at what they do. And that's what a lot of the assistive technology legacy products are designed to do. They do very well in what they do. They stay in their lanes. Now, when we get into the area of smartphones, smart speakers, and smart glasses, uh, you'll understand that those type of devices are meant to have a longer life cycle. So if you have a, a phone, you can download an app that increases the breadth and reach of the smartphone. Same thing with a smart speaker, 
you can, uh, depending on who you're using, you can ask Alexa or Google Assistant to download apps or to make it more functional, and you can do so. Um, and the same thing with the smart glasses from Envision. They're intended to be upgradable to uh, allow you to add functionality to the glasses uh, to make them more useful for the user. Now, uh, with that much said uh, about the differences uh, between the, the broad differences between the assistive technology of yesteryear and, and what we have now, you're going to see um, a continued advance toward this uh, more of a smart device um, than the legacy planned obsolescence device. And um, uh, Envision just happens to be at the forefront of that. Um, and uh, to, to make a long story shorter, uh, Envision glasses are really Google glasses. If uh, I'm sure this is Tech Talk, you all are familiar with the um, introduction of Google glasses about three or four years ago. Uh, however, Google does not sell them anymore because of liability issues. Um, and they do sell them under an enterprise envelope or uh, for other companies to develop apps and capabilities to put inside of the Google Glasses. And that's what Envision has done. They basically have provided um, software applications into the glasses to extend the capabilities of the Envision AI app that goes on smartphones. Now, for all those who have not gone to the Apple um, App Store or the Android Play Store, uh, please do so and download Envision AI, all one word. It is an app that extends um, accessibility capabilities to your phone. And I'm sure all you guys are aware of a lot of the other phone apps that are available to you, but the Envision AI app is free. And you will notice once you download it, um, and by the way, register uh, the app with the uh, email address in your phone itself. You'll have uh, much more ease of um, tapping on the emails if you had asked for your verification um, to, to work with the, the app itself. But uh, the Envision AI app uh, has four basic capabilities. It had, does have a built-in magnifier, utilizes some of the features that are already available on the phones. Uh, you also have uh, three broad categories that allow you to um, uh, read text on almost any surface in different ways. It allows you to identify and find objects. And then also it is a control panel for the glasses. Uh, so if you were to get the uh, glasses after you have the app, there is a tab that allows you to set up preferences and do some uh, customization to the glasses via the app. So um, again, the app, um, the glasses allow you to extend the capabilities of the app to a hands-free device. But the glasses also add a couple of more capabilities and features that the phone app does not provide. Uh, one of them is recognizing cash and reading QR codes. Um, also, it also adds the ability to uh, explore, which is a heavy duty uh, video image application, which we'll talk about a little bit more in depth when we talk more about the glasses capabilities. But also the video FaceTime capabilities that the glasses um, bring uh, from the cell phones to the glasses themselves. And I, I'm gonna talk about this first because um, across the world of the BVI community, uh, when Ira ended its uh, glasses technology, um, people had to use their cell phones and whoever used the Ira glasses found some functionality with it when they had a connection uh, to use the Ira capabilities hands-free. Well, starting tomorrow at 9 a.m., uh, actually 9 a.m. European time, uh, you'll be able to sync the Envision glasses with your IRA account. 
So instead of using your IRA app on your phone, you can use the Envision AI glasses to connect with an IRA agent and be able to work with them like you would with your phone or with what you used to have with the AI, the IRA glasses on the Envision glasses. Now, in addition to the ability to sync up with IRA, Envision AI glasses also come with the ability to use the Envision Alley app. And that's an additional app that's available on the Apple iPhone, uh, iTunes uh, app store, as well as the Android game store that allows you to uh, uh, have the, your uh, family and friends download that Envision Ally app. And they then can receive calls from the user of the glasses, just as if they were an IRA agent. Um, however, it is with family and friends. And the only associated cost of using that Ally app is the cellular data that you have on your phone. So those that may not have a powerful cellular data plan or uh, may not even have a hotspot may not be able to use this feature, but majority of users do have uh, cellular data and a hotspot that will allow you to sync with the glasses, which allow you to uh, use the Ally app. And um, again, it has the same power as the Ira capability, but it's with somebody you choose. So hopefully you have a trust factor with that individual that you choose and they'll be able to do things just like the IRA agent, which is um, help you with orientation and mobility, uh, allow you to operate uh, pieces of equipment um, to let you know where the dials are, where the indicators are, uh, what the um, uh, particular screens may say, uh, you can extend this to any uh, navigation situation. You may be in a city uh, where you need help navigating or uh, even as minute as if you say you have um, your computer jaws is locked up and nothing's working on your computer and you're not getting any speech and you can call on your uh, ally or um, your IRA agent to help you figure out how to manipulate the computer program by using a mouse or what have you, or possibly having it read to you, uh, having the person on the other end read to you what the uh, video camera on the glasses is telling you, telling them. So um, the other broad category categories, and I, by the way, I will talk about the Envision hardware the glasses themselves after I talk about the features, because um, I know it's already spurned some uh, uh, questions in your minds as far as the connection capability of the glasses. But uh, the other two categories uh, the glasses extend is going to be um, reading, finding and identifying as, as two different categories. Uh, now under, under reading, uh, there are three different modes of being able to capture text and um, convert it to speech. Now, the Envision glasses utilize a video camera that are in the glasses. So in, in essence, this is really video to speech technology versus text to speech, which is traditional in the uh, assistive technology world. So video to speech, uh, not only can it take a still picture and then convert it to text, but also it has live video streaming to text. And that feature, particular feature on the uh, iPhone app and the glasses is called instant text. Now that instant text literally takes the live video stream from either the video camera of the glasses or the camera of the, of the cell phone. And any times it sees any text whatsoever in the camera view, it's going to convert that to speech. A lot of you may think, well, you know, so big deal. What, what's, the, what's the advantage of that? But this is live video streaming to speech. So if you were in an airport and you had your service animal in one hand and maybe possibly a bag in the other hand with instant text on and you walking through the airport, anytime it sees text such as a signs for navigation or 
gate numbers, or it could be possibly storefronts if you're going through um, the um, uh, eating areas. It will instantly convert that text to speech. Uh, so the biggest application is when you're mobile, you have that instant text on. Anytime it sees text, it will read it to you. And it's the closest imitation of natural speech that we've had in emerging technologies today. So imagine if you can, a sighted person walking down a street and they're just naturally looking around. And when they see text, the audio, the visual impulses are sent from the eye to the brain and your brain then reads the text. And that virtually is what the instant text does for the user. Sees the text, converts it immediately to speech. Now, um, it does have, it can be overwhelming at, for those who are not used to using that type of technology. However, uh, understanding that it can be paused and stopped while it's reading back text uh, and allows the user to instantly start the video to speech again or to stop it. So if they're coming across an area that has massive amounts of text and the video to speech is just overwhelming, the individual can just go ahead and turn that video to speech off or clear the buffer and then reposition what they are looking at or where they're pointing the cell phone at and start it up again. So again, um, uh, the, since it is live video stream to speech, it's going to read pixelated uh, images as well. So if you are looking at like say a LCD um, display, the instant text can read everything on that display because it's live video stream. Even though the text on the LCD screen is pixelated and broken apart, normal OCR to speech, text to speech would not have that ability to translate that whereas the live video stream does. So uh, when my wife here in Texas is turning down the air conditioning in the house to 66, and I am getting frozen like a piece of meat in a uh, walk-in freezer, I can simply put my vision glasses on, go and look to see that it's set at 66, and then I can increase it back up to 76 where a normal person would have their AC set to. So uh, now we have battling, uh, uh, I'm now able to battle back and be able to set it at a temperature since I don't have a, um, a Wi-Fi enabled thermostat to reset it back to a normal temperature. So that gives you a, uh, um, uh, an area where the instant text can be used very adequately and effectively where I had no choice before I had to freeze and kind of hope when I turned up the thermostat, it was to an uh, agreeable level. Okay, so that's enough on instant text, but it is quite an uh, amazing technology and uh, people who have never seen before use it and cannot believe the amount of text that's out there that people um, just don't realize the amount of text that uh, uh, the sighted world actually has out and about. So um, now moving on to the other mode of being able to read text, you have scan text. Now scan text, again, it's available on both the app on the phone and the glasses. A scan text takes a picture of what you're looking at. And it's more for document um, uh, reading. So uh, Scantex has document guidance built in. So when you present it, a uh, document to the glasses, it actually guides you to position the text or the document so that when it takes a picture, it captures everything on the page because it looks for the four corners of the document. So it, it never is up to question whether or not all the text on the document or on the screen or whatever you may be looking at is captured. And that is an issue with a lot of the existing um, assistive technology wearables. Has it captured all of the text on the document? Well, with a simple enhancement to the device, it guides you, it tells you to turn your head up or down, left or right, document up or down, left or right, until it finds that sweet spot, takes the picture, and then it does go to the cloud to convert that text. So what that does for the user is uh, if they are 
using, if uh, say they have a document that has different languages on it. Well, it will seamlessly can, uh, go from language to language and speak the text in that language with the correct dialect automatically. Also with the scan text, you can have the document upside down or sideways, and it will still take the picture and uh, basically re reorientate the document and read it correctly. Also, uh, the scan text allows you to read handwriting. And again, I, I challenge everyone to use scan text on handwriting and the results basically uh, are a testament to its capabilities. It does an incredible job. And almost everyone that I talk to that has uh, taken the challenge, they say that the accuracy in the, is in the high 90s as far as percentage of uh, text uh, to speech. And I've even had doctors, specifically ophthalmologists and uh, optometrists, write out um, some hidden message for let me read in my demonstrations. And you know uh, what the, uh, the joke has been, no one can read a doctor's handwriting. Well, Envision glasses with Scantex does a great job at it and it's quite impressive. And again, I encourage everyone who gets the app with the phone to use that to read someone's cursive handwriting. Um, now the other power, two powerful features that uh, the glasses and the app on the phone allow you to do is translate. So, uh, and, and I'm kind of jumping the gun here and I should go back a little bit. Once you've read a document or scanned a document with Scantex and taken a picture of it, you can then export it to your phone. So literally you have a flatbed scanner attached to your head with the Envision glasses. So you can go take the picture. And if it's something that's important, you can then export that text to your phone. And from that point, you can read it in your phone because you have a uh, play, pause, fast forward, rewind on your phone, but you can also then translate it. So if you're traveling in a foreign country and you happen to uh, get a document, or if you're here in this country and you happen to get a document in another language, uh, you can capture the document, export it, and translate it. And again, according to people that are bilingual and can read other languages, I cannot. They say the grammar translation is pretty good. Uh, and it gives you enough of the grammar to understand the context about meaning of that document. So to round it up, scan text has incredibly high rate of accurate text to speech, uh, but also you have uh, the ability to read upside down, right side up, up to 60 languages. Uh, and then you can also read cursive. And by the way, cursive applies to those 60 languages as well. Um, and then at that point, you can then export that text and then translate that text to give the abilities. Now, one additional capability is that once you export it to your phone, you have the same ability to share that text like you would say a picture or an email or uh, a text or a, or a SMS message. So if you want to send that text to someone uh, or send it say to another device to send that uh, text to like your own PC via email, you have the ability. Uh, also, if you have other apps in your phone that um, work with a refreshable Bluetooth display, you can get the text of that document to that refreshable Bluetooth display uh, by using that export feature and then sharing it with that other uh, app in your phone that can uh, send it to a refreshable Braille display. So as I take a big breath, move on to the next uh, reading technology, which is batch scanning. So basically all the good things that I shared with you with scan text allows the user to sit down and scan page after page after page with batch scanning. Then it allows you then to go back after you've scanned all those pages, allow you to read all those pages starting from page one, or allow you to export that, all those pages to your cell phone. And then at that point, translate, share, place those that text into another device, such as a PC or a 
uh, refreshable braille display for playback. Okay, so again, batch scanning um, allows you to save all of the text and then send it all to your uh, cell phone device and or uh, another device. Okay, so those are the three categories of reading. Instant text, which is the closest thing to uh, natural vision um, to allow a blind person to read like a sighted person can. Uh, scan text, which uses the cloud. Uh, by the way, instant text does not require the cloud. It's all built in. So if you uh, were to be, say, in Yellowstone and you're reading all the geyser placards without any cell signal, you'd be able to still read those signs with instant text. Uh, scan text, which does all those wonderful things, and then batch scanning, which allows you to, to uh, scan all the documents at one time and then read it back at, an, at another time. So moving on to the other two, the other categories, which is identify and find. Now identify uh, allows you to, and these are uh, the offline capabilities. So if you don't have cell signal, you can identify cash. And again, that includes all the different countries that it has the ability to read. So with 60 languages, you also have the ability to identify up to 60 currencies. Um, and it's very fast uh, currency detection, as long as you have a lot of good light when you present the bills to the camera. You also have um, light detection. So um, for a blind person who doesn't know if they're in a lit room or a dark room, you can uh, use that capability to let you know whether it's a lighted room or a dark room. Also, that's an indication to let you know how well the camera will convert a video or the um, picture to text. Um, and by the way, I do want to throw this in. The, the device will, um, in low light situations, um, take a picture or read a live video, but it will tell you uh, having more light in the environment that you're in will provide you better results. And it will always tell you that in low light situations. And that light detection capability gives you audio feedback to let you know if you have well, uh, a well-lit environment or a dark environment. Also, uh, you with the um, identify, it will identify colors. Now, on the phone, you have 30 primary color detection up to 256K. Now, with the glasses, you're more or less restricted to 30 different colors. Now, I do want to emphasize this. It does not tell you different colors. It's only one primary color at a time. Um, and some of the suggestions um, that I recommend people using uh, under the feedback capability on the app is to send in suggestions of what they want the glasses and the app to do. And I've asked them, and a lot of people have asked it for clothes description, which would include um, being able to define multiple colors, whether it's in a checkered, striped, or polka dot fashion. Um, and that is something everyone asks for. However, and there's no technology company that yet has provided that. However, uh, if you ask, sometimes you will receive. So I can just, and I'll talk about where to find that in the app to provide feedback. And you can use my name and say, Bob told us to send in this feedback because in a chorus, the voices are much louder than a single uh, voice. So um, I, I recommend a lot of feedback to get things done that you want that other uh, particular capabilities have not provided you. Um, so the third, the, the other big identify capability is scene description. Now, again, other apps may have scene description, uh, but the Envision app literally takes it to a new level. Now, you do you are required to have online capabilities to get um, feedback for scene description. And what it does, scene description takes a picture of the environment around you, uh, and then it compares all the visual data points in that picture to provide you a relatively short summary of the environment that you are in. So to be quite explicit about the capabilities of the image, uh, when I first got, uh, was on board with Envision and playing with the capabilities, walking around my house, I was describing dining room and kitchen and, and family room and fireplace and that type of thing. And then when I went to my uh, child's bedroom, well, uh, at the time it said, 
you, you're looking at a bedroom. That's great. Well, I came back again to test it and my son was there and it came up and it said, there is a young man on a bed in a bedroom in a messy room. So it let me know that it was a messy bedroom and that my son had ransacked it. And it let me know that I needed to tell him to clean his room. So um, in the same environment, if it picks up additional uh, visual cues, it will tell the user of that, which is something quite spectacular that I never expected, but I only discovered through using the app and I'm letting you know that it has that abilities. So on uh, the same environment, may give you a different description of that environment based on the um, data points picked up in that visual image. Okay, now um, moving on, that was identify. So identify was scene description, uh, light detection, cache recognition, as well as color recognition. Now moving on to find, find has the ability to find objects. Now currently we're limited to the 20 preset items and the menu and again on the app you can use this and when you set it to find a particular object and some of the objects that are in the existing database which is growing at, over time are things like chairs and tables but also includes things like bottles garbage cans uh, dogs you can recognize cats it will recognize in addition to toilets so again, if you're trying to find something, you can go and pull up that particular item that you're trying to find. And then once you're pointing your cell phone or you're pointing your head at where the glasses are pointed at, it will go ding, 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 ding to let you know that you're pointing at that specific item that you've asked to look for. And it's very accurate and it's very, very fast uh, in that particular um, uh, object. And again, I encourage you to download the Envision AI app Remember all one word, and you can play with that, but you will have to hold it up with your hand while you're looking for those objects, but it does work very effectively. And again, I could show you how it works, but again, if there's anybody with sight out there during Q&A, I can go ahead and turn that feature on and show you how fast it is finding keyboards, monitors, uh, tables, chairs, bottles, that's all that kind of thing. Um, it's very, very efficient. Now, the second, find capability is finding people. This is where you, you basically take pictures of people with the app on the phone, and then you can type in their name, uh, and then when the information is then transferred to the glasses, you can then, when, a, that, when you're looking for finding people, when you find a person that's already been registered, it will let you know that they are in front of you. It'll say, Frank is in front of you or Mirna is in front of you. Um, and again, uh, that is uh, unlimited. You can have a million faces recorded uh, and it will recognize up to a million faces. Okay, now the uh, environment that you're in is important. You need to have a well-lit area for the uh, feature to work well and you do need an internet connection for all of that to work fast. Okay, and the faster the connection you have, the faster the response of the device and the uh, phone that you'll have with finding people. Now, the last area is a combination, which is called explore, of the scene description and instant text. So when you're in the explore mode, again, you, you're required to have a fast online capability to get the most out of this particular feature. And as, as you are walking around, when the video camera, which is on live video stream to the cloud, sees one of the uh, 100 items that are in the database, it will announce that item to you. So if you're walking around and there's tables, it'll say there are tables. And then you turn your head and then there's chairs, it'll say there are chairs. Or if you turn around and then there's Myrna and you have your recorder, it'll say Myrna is in front of you. Uh, so it has quite a bit of data points that it looks at. And in fact, when I was in Arkansas, um, I was at the Arkansas School of the Blind learning more about the Explore feature. And uh, literally in the lobby, I uh, kept on saying there are potted plants in front of you. And I went, potted plants? I, I thought I was in Colorado for a second there. Uh, but in reality, I asked why are there plants around here? And they said, yes, 
on the wall that you're facing, there were plants in pots uh, that were there. So again, I'm finding out what is an explorer and they're constantly updating the database um, to enhance the orientation capabilities of that particular feature. But that does require a good internet connection, um, which, which means either Wi-Fi or a 5G on a cell phone to give you that fast response. Okay, so those are the three broad categories, the reading, the find identify, and the video calling that in synchronization with each other, the, the phone app and the glasses give you. All right, now, uh, for those who can see, um, I will show you the glasses here. Now the glasses, the hardware itself, uh, there are three frames available. What comes with standard is a titanium uh, wire frame. Now, the device itself, again, for those who may have low vision, and I'm showing it to the camera, the device itself is the right temple arm of the glasses. And again, like Myrna said, these glasses are not meant to correct vision or enhance low vision. They're simply a way to mount the device to one's head. Okay, so the right temple arm is the device itself. The battery is behind the ear. Uh, there is a curved area for the right ear itself. Um, and then you have a touchpad between where your right ear would be in the hinge. And the touchpad is heat sensitive and there are six different gestures to control the device. Uh, you also in the front have a, a, the video camera and, and a speaker that sits below the video, I'm sorry, a microphone that sits below the video camera. And the external speaker itself is behind your ear. It is not a bone conduction capability, but it is loud enough for anyone with normal hearing to be able to hear that very well, okay? Um, now, the you have a, um, a display that sits in front of the right eye. So for those people with low vision who have enough acuity to see close, you can actually see some of the video that the device is providing, as well as um, some of the, um, uh, the, the menus that appear when you're going through the audio description, okay? So, and then you have uh, the brow rim that runs across, across your eyebrows. And then below that, you have the two nose pads that position the frame above and then you have the left temple arm, which goes around your left ear. So the titanium frames are extremely comfortable and the device itself only weighs three ounces. So it's very, very light. Um, and being here in Texas in the high humidity when I'm outside using the glasses, um, I, I, I do not perspire when the glasses are on because it's a very, very non-inclusive um, uh, method of basically attaching these to your head. And again, if anyone's used any of the other wearables, uh, a lot of them are like ski goggles and very um, 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 uh, almost claustrophobic style glasses that fit over your head and literally in any kind of humidity environment, you can you start to sweat, not only from the device itself, but also for the lack of um, any kind of um, ventilation, all right? Now, and going back to the actual hardware, inside what's the device, um, you have um, a Wi-Fi chip and you have a Bluetooth chip um, and you can store up as many unlimited Wi-Fi connections as possible. That does include hotspots on cell phones. And then the Bluetooth is two-channel because one of those channels is used to uh, connect to the app on the phone, but also for those who wanna use Bluetooth earbuds or another kind of wireless device to hear the output, you have that ability to pair to that device in addition to pairing to the phone for the functionality of the app, okay? So, um, gosh, I've just gone through and described uh, quite a bit. Uh, hopefully people were taking notes because you will be tested. Uh, and um, I'm, I guess I'm ready at this point to talk about where it is used and any kind of technical questions uh, about how the device works. So again, 
if you want to raise your hands or do chats, um, I'm blind. So if um, I have my jaws on and I guess uh, I'm ready for questions. Okay. Uh, looks like first is Joseph. I wanted to ask you two brief questions. When you were explaining how your glasses um, were orienting people toward, toward printed material, I had this silly thought, well, my gosh, I'm totally blind, but you know, ordering that small camera to text has always been a challenge for me. So it leads me to ask, can a totally blind person get some use out of those glasses? Well, the glasses come with document guidance. It looks for the four corners of the document before it takes a picture. Now, with instant text, yes, it is totally a head uh, motor skill operation. So uh, talk about the limits. If, if a person has, uh, like, in fact, uh, to bring an example into to play, um, Stevie Wonder has these glasses. Uh, and in order to use them, He's got to keep his head still. And for those who might have had vision in the past and seen Stevie Wonder, uh, a lot of times when he sings and when he talks to people, he bobs his head back and forth as he's pointing his head toward the ceiling. And in order to use any kind of wearable, he has to uh, hold his head still and point his nose at what he wants to identify or read or orient orientate themselves to the object. But for reading documents and scan text, it gives you the audible cues to position your head and or your document so that you get a um, correct picture of what you want to read. And my second is now we're coming up to we're iPhone 16 every year in different versions. So you, those of you who are developers like yourselves, is there any formal process where you have input as to uh, recommending improvements in these yes. devices? Yes. Um, now, on the, on the app itself, you go to um, settings, which is the final tab on the right bottom corner. You tap on that, and there's a feedback button. Double tap on the feedback, and you can send in, and again, use my name and said, Bob told me to use this. Um, and then put in your feedback of what you're looking right. for. Now you well, are limited, I, yeah. kind of like tw Twitter, as far as the amount of characters. Mm -hmm. But if you can summarize what you're looking for, it will go to the R&D department. Yeah. Well, I was thinking of you, the developer. Do you get a chance? Are there forums that you have a chance to speak with Apple and ask them for things that you as a developer want? Well, I mean, that's, again, I'm, I'm, I'm in sales and the manager but the the r d department they actually um there's some things that i can't tell you but they're already prepared to work with uh, other wearable devices that uh different companies are coming out with in the future all right well thank okay. you very much thank you joseph we have seven hands so we want to try and get to everybody thank you very much okay nikki is next but also can you explain how you wear that because from that long mouthpiece it looks like it goes kind of across your face so well could you they're glasses the the, the the temple the temple arm of the device the right side it goes over your ear and that serves as one of the temple arms if you've ever worn glasses uh sunglasses or any kind of protection eyewear you have a left temple arm that goes over your ear and you have a right temple arm that goes over your ear the device is the entire right temple arm Okay, so it does not have lenses in it on, on the standard frames that come on there, but the device itself, okay, which I've put on, uh, the device itself fits over your right ear and it's actually the right temple arm of the wearable contraption, I'll call it. And then the video camera is basically positioned over uh, in front of the right hinge of the glasses. And then the small display um, extends from the hinge and it sits in front of the right eyeball. And then you have across the top where your eyebrows are, 
is the top support arm and attached to that top support arm are two nose pads that sit on your glasses just like regular, regular sorry, sit on your nose just like regular glasses. And then over on the left, you have a left temple arm that goes around to you on top of your left ear. All right. So unless you've not ever worn any kind of protective eyewear or sunglasses, I, I suggest you try uh, going into a CVS or a um, uh, department store or a, uh, sorry, a, a um, drugstore and find the sunglass kiosk and start putting them on and you'll know what a right temple arm or left temple arm and a nose bridge is all about. Thank you, Nikki. Okay, next is Michael. Sure, a couple things. First of all, glad that you're connecting with Ira and uh, that should enhance a lot of the functionality of Ira. Um, a couple of questions. First is, what's the battery life between charges with the glasses? Because Google has been pretty slow or pretty short in the past. Yes. Uh, let's see. Now, um, there are, I basically classify it under three categories. Um, full oh, first of all, full charge. And then you have average use. And then you have high intensity use. Okay. Average use. They assume that you're going to use it glasses maybe once every 20 minutes uh, to read documents or maybe 20 minutes in an hour. You'll get about four to five hours of battery time between charges. However, if you charge it up to 100% and you have it in standby mode, that battery will last from 100% down to zero for about 15 hours. Okay. But if you're using it under high intensity applications like reading a book, page after page after page, which I do have books here that are not digitized in my house um, that I do go back and read. It'll last for about two and a half to three hours for going page after page after page. Okay, yeah, so I was thinking more of traveling like through airports and so on. So battery life is about the same as it has been in the past. For Are you a glasses user? I used to use the Google Glass with Ira. Very good. That's exactly the, yeah. the same battery. Same yeah. Okay. Um, how would you contrast like the reading capabilities and so on of the glasses with something like um, OrCam? Well, um, again, OrCam um, does a good job at what it's designed to do. However, it doesn't have the live video to speech capability, which right. I mean, that right there is a game changer. And it, I, I try to provide enough verbal description to give people some imagination, especially those who are blind an idea of what it can do, but in reality, it really takes either get the, put it on your, your phone and use the app and your arm will get tired, but it literally is live streaming video to speech. Yeah. yeah. Understand. And I, and I appreciate that. Um, let me just ask one more quick question. And that is in terms of controlling the functionality, I assume primarily that's done through the app on the phone. Actually. Um, well, you can do you do setting changes on the phone. You can also do setting changes on the glasses. And I, and I have to apologize because you brought up a huge area that I haven't even talked about. They added a feature less than a month ago of voice commands. So wow. you can you can now you can now uh, tell the device to turn its microphone on and it will and you can um, uh, speak the um, uh, feature that you want to turn on and it will go right to that and, and open up that feature and start working. So you can switch from scanning mode to reading mode and so on via voice now. Yes. And what it does do, it does interrupt the existing feature and it takes you into a new feature. So, um, and then, and then to add one more thing about the reading capabilities is that, uh, this device will read upside down or right side up. This device will allow you to read handwriting. And this device also allows you to export the text that you've just taken a picture of, as well as translate the text. And then once it's in your phone, you can then share it. So those are five different things that the OrCam device will not allow you to do. Can I do that with voice commands? Um, with the export feature, not yet. Okay. okay. Again, the initial the initial release of voice commands <laughs> is just the um, seven uh, ten. 12 different capabilities, including uh, changing the volume. You can so working with Ira is working with Ira through just the Wi-Fi chip on the glasses, or does that also go through the app on the phone? 
Um, you can go through the Wi-Fi chip if on. Uh, you can go through Wi-Fi if you have. By, by the way, the phone will default to the strongest signal. So Wi-Fi is much stronger than your sure. cell phone. So it will revert to that if it's a if it's a previously visited Wi-Fi connection. It'll seamlessly change to that. Um, uh, but yes, you can you can do Ira calls or the Ally calls with just Wi-Fi on the on the glasses without the phone. Correct. But if you're out and about and you're not near a Wi-Fi signal, you require to have a sure. phone for that connection. Okay, area code nine fifty one. You're up. I, I'm a Christian. I, I wear. I'm profoundly hearing impaired. I wear. I hear you perfectly, and I I, w- I will be giving some Bluetooth glasses that are, the sound comes right in my ear. Do the do these glasses have pretty good sound for, for people who are hearing impaired? Um, Thank you. Well, I mean, I well, it depends. It, depending on the the hearing devices you're working, and I'm glad you brought that up because uh, there are five hundred different types of hearing aids and hearing implementations, the devices that allow people with um, hearing impairment um, uh, get access to the open world. Um, uh, unfortunately, because of the number of manufacturers, and I should say the flavors available in hearing aids and hearing implementation devices, if you have a generic Bluetooth streaming de- uh, accessory with your hearing aids, uh, like a dongle or a necklace, the glasses will um, easily channel into that um, streamer, dongle, whatever you want to call it, necklace into your hearing aids. However, there are some modern hearing aids that are have some generic Bluetooth capabilities. Now, the glasses do have um, Bluetooth 5.0, so it's pretty uh, good with connecting to Bluetooth devices. But when you get into hearing aids, a lot of them are very proprietary. And the best thing to do is to, uh, number one, if you don't have the dongle or the, or the Bluetooth streamer, is to contact your audiologist to ask them if that's available for the device that you're using. Okay, next is uh, area code 570. One question. Will be my eyes be coming on this glasses? No, not at the time. If you, want, uh, if, if you have family and friends that are sighted, that can uh, that are willing to work with you and download the right. ally app. So that's a that's a be my eyes. Right. Okay, John is next. All right, and uh, Bob, I want to get a concept straight here. I'm I'm come from the frame of reference of uh, the Horizon glasses that I used with Ira, and a lot of us do. Um, and they had as you wore the glasses, the camera right in the nose, so that if you were looking at somebody directly, you were technically right on, and the camera was able to see. Yes. Now, if I'm, remember, if I'm understanding what you just said correctly, the camera is more on the right-hand hinge, so does that mean that if you want to look directly at somebody and get the correct picture, you have to look a little to your left so that the camera is centered properly? Great question. Um, the camera itself has an 80-degree wide-angle lens, so it's actually larger than a person with normal vision. So, okay. so literally, actually, when you when you use the document guidance uh, feature when you're scanning a t- document, it actually wants you to center it in front of your nose. Okay. So, so with the combination of the wide angle lens and how it's positioned in the glasses, it's pretty much still uh, you point with your nose to to identify, um, find, and read as well as using the um, uh, video f- uh, calling feature. And that also f- is the same for uh, anything that, that's streaming as you walk around, like a, a sign or or any, a building, an uh, airport, that type of thing? Yes. In fact, um, I've had, uh, since I'm blind myself, I've had people tell me, in fact, people that are using the Ally app, they're asked to uh, turn the phone to a landscape mode. Oh, okay. A better uh, rendition of what the camera is showing. Okay, so it is a mm-hmm. landscape lens on the camera. Good, good. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Okay, area code 518. The question about distance. For instance, if I'm traveling and I come uh, you know, to the corner of a street that has a traffic light or has one of those, you know, um, uh, the hand, you know, pointing is it able to distinguish something like that or not? Great question. Okay. Um, let's talk about um, the, um, there is no 
zooming at this point with the glasses. Okay. okay. However, mm -hmm. a lot of people have asked yeah. for it. The people with low vision have has asked for it. But again, people who are blind to zooming really, it's really hard to zoom in on something when you can't see it. Um, mm -hmm. But um, as far as the image detection, it does, it, it will identify a traffic light. In other words, but it won't identify the color or anything, right? It's not going to do color, but it will tell you there's a traffic light there. Okay, uh, Carla is up. Wonderful presentation, by the way. I'm really enjoying this. Um, can you use can you use it uh, the glass or the app um, in addition um, to the Android and the phone? Can you use it with like a, a tablet or a note taker, such as a Touch Plus or a Braille Sense, or do you, is it really designed to use with a phone? Um, well, um, no. You can you can download the apps to a tablet uh note taker i that's um uh something i haven't inquired but i will ask uh but with a tablet yes you download the apps um and with the ally app you've you've got to you can use in fact or at this point unless you have a cell chip in the ally app it kind of doesn't work but that's something that they're going to be providing in the future now whether or not that's going to be what they call an enterprise version um, capability or a consumer version, I do not have that answer yet. However, they've had a, quite a bit of requests from low vision organizations that hire people with sight impairment. Um, they don't want to use um, IRA or the Ally for to help to assist uh, their blind employees. They want to use the ally feature on a uh, on a network so i do know that they are working on providing that uh capabilities on a network but again as far as um just to give you a tidbit yeah the, the plans are trying to provide it on a device that doesn't have any kind of communication capability um to allow them to use the um a microphone and the screen to be able to connect to someone with the um uh, using the video feature of the glasses so I don't know if that brought up more questions or answered them, but I just give you a, a tidbit of what R and D is expressed to us. Yeah, that was a little bit confusing. Um, yeah, it questions. is. But um, basically, when you think of something like a Touch Plus, it sort of acts like a tablet in a lot of ways, and probably the Sense does too. But um, but they, I don't believe that since they don't have cell chips in them, I guess it's the ally, the, the other parts would work with the glasses, but not the ally. Is that what you're saying? Correct. In other words, you can use it as a control mode. You can download documents to your um, tablet. Uh, you can use it to translate. And again, I'm assuming that you have a Wi-Fi connection on the tablet. Yes. Okay. That, that does clarify. Thank you. And Thank you, Carla. Hey, Larry, can I ask a question? This is Alan. Go ahead, Alan. Yeah. Uh, so, Bob, let's, let's say I'm using the app, not the glasses, and I'm taking a picture of a document, uh, The uh, not, not the instant text, but I'm taking the picture, and I want to save it. I want to get it into Dropbox eventually so I can do it on my computer. What, what formats can I save it as? I know you can do it as te plain text. Are there any other formats and is there a way to get it to Dropbox and what, what will be the way to do that? At this time, it's, it's only text. However, okay. okay. All right. Back from people like yourself, they are wanting to provide a, if anyone's familiar with open book, there mm -hmm. is a text view and a exact view and they are working on an exact view. I can't tell you when it's going to be available, but it will be. <laughs> And when that exact view is available, you'll be able to save it as a, a Word document or a PDF. And getting it into Dropbox, is that possible? Or is it only saved to your local device, only to your um, local device? Well, basically, you would share that and get it out of the um, phone app and okay. send, it, send okay. it to your PC Great. or something like that. Got it. Okay. Thanks so much. All right. Uh, Bob, we asked a little while ago if you would talk about pricing and then give your contact information as well. Larry, before, before you do, it's Mike Hingson. May I ask one more quick question? One more and that's it. 
So, uh, Bob, if I am using it and using the glasses and concerned about batteries, can I attach uh, an external battery pack while the glasses are on or will it turn off? Absolutely. In fact, I'm glad you brought that up because it uses a USB-C connector. Right. And you can um, you can actually have a splitter on there and actually connect 3.5 millimeter headphones or earbuds to the glasses and charge at the same time. Okay, because it didn't used to be that way. Thanks. Yes, as long as you have a comfortable cable, uh, to be honest with you, I, I um, what comes with the glasses is a vinyl yeah. uh, USB cable, which is kind of stiff. But if you get a fabric cable for it, uh, high flex fabric cable, it's it's much more comfortable to connect a uh, battery to it. And yes, you can use it while it's charging. Okay, great. Thanks. Okay. Uh, contact information and uh, pricing. Okay. Uh, well, contact information, I think, was set out, sent out. Uh, but I am at, uh, by the way, the, the um, website is letsenvision.com. L-E-T-S-E-N-V-I-S-I-O-N.com, okay? I just want to make sure, even though it's called Envision Technologies, because of the low vision organization in Kansas, they own the rights to Envision. So we can't use Envision um, domain address to bring in the website. So they added let's, L-E-T-S, no apostrophe, no space. So let'sEnvision.com. And it is pretty accessible. I've gone in there and used my screen reader to access pretty much all the web pages. Uh, they are very sensitive about that because it is obviously a device that intended for blind people. So they try to keep it as accessible as possible. However, if you do find some area that is not labeled correctly, I highly, uh, highly encourage you to squeak like a wheel. So they'll make that change. Um, let's see, right now, um, and again, being the 22nd of August, through the end of the month, the device is on sale for $24.99, and that is $2,499. Um, normally, it, it was $3,500 as the MSRP. Now, again, that's price is only for direct pay end users. That does not apply to agencies or Veterans Administration clinics um, that, because it requires a lot more service and support. And most of the uh, vocational rehab agencies do demand uh, that the distributors that we use throughout the country have local service and support and a helping hand that can actually provide glasses to a user, let them try them in a demonstration, as well as uh, to provide them training, hands-on training. Uh, the $24.99 is a price set is available, but it's all virtual. So in other words, you'd have a virtual demonstration with a person live on the other end. And also all training would be virtual as well. Okay. So just please be aware that the $24.99 is kind of like self-service virtual pricing to allow you to have the glasses. Okay. Now the Envision AI app is totally free. That's why I encourage everyone to download it. And then via the app, um, you can request a demonstration of the glasses. Um, and also you do have that feedback capability with the um, other account settings to be able to um, actually put in uh, suggestions to increase the functionality of the app and the glasses. Um, now, but anyone uh, using the app and or if anyone gets the glasses uh, or the, uh, the ally, I recommend having them use the email that is installed on their phone to register the apps. Okay, so in case Envision, uh, at one point they were sending in a verification sheet, uh, verifi a double verification uh, on the for the app and you had to double tap the link in the email. And if you don't have, don't use the uh, email that's installed on your phone, it does add a layer of complexity for you to get that code into the app or the glasses, okay? So the app is free. Glasses are $24.99, regularly $3,500, but through the end of the month, you can get that. And most of the distributors uh, throughout the country are honoring that price. Excellent. Okay. Excellent, Bob. Thank you so much for a terrific presentation. Enjoyed it thoroughly. 
and um, we will. We're, we're, it's not going to be difficult at all for us to let people know about this. And obviously, you've been doing that as well because you've been on other programs as well. So, yes. Best of luck to you, and thanks so much for sharing. And again, thank you very much for the opportunity to show to your group, as well as providing you awareness and information on a device that uh, can change one's life. Um, so again, try the app. If it really compels you, then ask for a demonstration, a hands-on demonstration to get a distributor to provide you the glasses, and then you can see if it's a good fit for you. Great presentation, Bob. Thanks so much. Thank you so very much. And Mirna, kisses and hugs, and don't, <laughs> and don't tell Patrick. <laughs> yeah, Myrna, thanks so much again for, for having Pat. Thank you so very, very much. And email me if with any additional questions and uh, on the Text Talk uh, um, awareness page that it has my contact information. Yes, it does. Right. Thank you. Right, and bye-bye. next week, Brian Harchin will be with us to talk about all things Lisi, etc. He's got so many different things going, including a new course. And you can learn more about that next week if you join us on Tech Talk.